Hey everybody, Diana here for the Change Worker podcast. Today I'm going to be <clears throat> talking about looking at your relationship with your business and how I suggest doing that, which will be very enlightening, educational to say the least. But before I, I jump into that, I wanted to make the announcement that I'm, um, and I apologize for this. I tried to incorporate more video podcasts in this platform, um, not recognizing the limitations of that. And so I think what I'll do is set up um, something else or something similar on another platform, most likely Patreon. And so have a lot more resources on there um, that are, might be more accessible. I haven't done the research on this yet. That's my goal. Um, so it's all sort of in one place and you can have access to it. And I think it would, there's a couple of those videos I want to redo, uh, to be, to be more helpful, more effective and include more of some of the techniques that I wanted you to see. So no, probably no more Wednesday podcast episodes that are video, just no more Wednesday episodes at all. Um, and I will, I will have some idea of what the next platform is going to be where I'll share the more visual aspects of coaching and, and the techniques that I incorporate in my practice with my clients. So next is, um, I was, I was coached last week, pretty, pretty hard. <laughs> and, uh, this is a, a coach friend of mine who we've, I met her in certification. Um, her name is Michelle Vasquez and she's lovely. Um, and she doesn't put up with my crap during <laughs> a coaching session as, as her client, I can, I could throw a lot of attitude, um, because I'm not wanting to see what she's trying to show me. And I can get pretty, pretty mad and irritated and frustrated. It's not at her, but just what's going on or not going on in personally or professionally. And so this episode is a bit of a, it's going to be kind of personal and kind of deep, but you know, uh, got to put it out there because I know it will help somebody in some way. You know, what happens to me doesn't happen in a vacuum. Um, and it's, you know, pretty common what goes on in a business person's mind when things aren't working the way you want them to. And so the title of this, um, if your business was a person, what would your relationship be like? And this came up in my coaching, uh, because I, it's just a backstory back in November of 2022, I hit some kind of a wall as far as my social media presence was concerned. And I, it's probably two and a half years at that point that I was on, um, Instagrams more specifically, but, uh, LinkedIn and Facebook as well. And I was on there pretty much five days a week or more in some cases for almost two and a half years and something like that, two years, whatever. And I noticed that, you know, that was, you know, being on social media is free. It, you know, it, it, it afforded me a lot of 
learning skills in order to talk to my clients. I wasn't getting a lot of contact on there. I felt like I was offering a lot of value. I do understand that some of my energy on there wasn't conducive to attracting my, the desired clients. Um, I know I was in some lack. I know I had some judgment of my potential clients. It's all very evident to me when I look back on all my lives, on my videos, it was there because I was trying so hard to get a response that I was pushing it and being pushy and in my own way, I can see it. Maybe you can, but, um, I felt it was time well spent because I learned a lot about who I wanted to serve and how I wanted to serve them and how I would do that. And so I had, I thought a pretty good relationship with my business at that point. Um, and was, looking forward to 2023 in a different way. And somewhere in November, maybe October, I made a decision. I was not super conscious of until my coach coached me last week. <laughs> and then it all became blindingly clear. And I'm like, oh, okay. Not a, a pleasant feeling to have, you, you know, the your, some of your unconscious stuff come to the surface and it's shown to you by somebody else. And usually I find it before somebody else can tell me I, I'm on to myself a lot, but this, this I didn't see. And thank God for my coach. Michelle was on it. She held on, she held that space for me because I was fighting her. Woo. It was rough. So it got, to, we just got around to she said, what was the question? Um, oh, the, the question that got me super stuck and super resistant was what time are you going to devote to your business? And I launched into this <laughs> pages and pages of explanations and, and evasions and, um, half finished thought processes about the time I wanted to devote to my business. Cause I've got a part-time job. I've got my coaching clients. I've got my other massage clients. And it, it seemed to me in January anyway, that I was way giving way too much power to my part-time job over how I spent my time. This was one big conclusion that I reached because I felt so much dread and anxiety um, about going to work and, you know, really holding on to my physical inner resources, my stamina and made adjustments in February, which have helped me a lot with my overall energy and, uh, and how I'm using it. And I went on and on and on and on about certain things. And one of the conclusions, like I said, was that I was giving way too much attention and focus and responsibility to this part-time job. And I was letting it affect the rest of my time because I was resisting my resentment. I was resenting this part-time job, even though I had my eyes wide open about this part-time job. I knew the purpose it was going to serve. I like my reasons for getting this part-time job. There are many, many benefits it gives me, but I did understand on some level and do own that as a circumstance, my part-time job was 
taking up way too much time than I really wanted it to. Uh, ideally, when I first got it, I wanted th this part-time job to be just that. I leave the job, I go home, I don't think about it. I don't think about it until I'm getting ready for the next day to go there and plotting out how I'm gonna, my, my schedule for specific days. And I had all these stories about this part-time job that I was giving my power away. And so therefore, you know, resentment. <laughs> so ultimately some of the, I think Michelle asked me just flat out, she said, are you, what is your relationship like? You know, if you were just, if this, your relationship was a person, how would you, what would you say? And it, there was like a whole list of different thoughts. One of them was, I don't want to commit to my business. Another one was, it needs to be easier. Another one was, it needs to be my main priority. And right now it doesn't feel like it is. And Michelle just kept hammering this question because she knew I was evading. What kind of relationship with this entity, this business, do you want? What time will you devote to this business every week? What do I want to create in this relationship? And I just kept getting more and more frustrated with these questions and she would not let it go. <laughs> I thought I thanked her later, but in the moment I was like, I, I was yelling, not at her. I was just yelling because I was so frustrated. And at the heart of all this frustration is this job well, what is it? My business isn't taking care of me. My business, I've, I've, if you look at this, I'm looking at this as an estranged marriage or an estranged relationship where, um, I see it every day. I say hello to it. I, you know, show up every once in a while, but I'm not fully committed to the relationship. I'm resentful because it's not giving me the results that I want. Deeply, deeply resentful. More like, um, I'm a big fan of profanity in appropriate places. And I had a lot to say about my business. Like, you know, F you essentially F you business. F you I'm done. So, back in October, November, wherever this, this decision was made, I stepped away from social media because I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. I wasn't getting a lot of, um, likes or even shares or even anybody commenting. I have a long list of potentially real people, but I think they're bots wanting to be my, or, or who started following me. And I'm like, you look at their, you know, when they're possibly fake accounts, I'm like, really? So it, did I learn a lot? Yes. I, I always go back to what worked. I try to evaluate this whole experience and where I got frustrated and decided to take different steps in a different direction with how I want to talk about my business and share what I do and how I can help people. And I just had a lot of things to say about my business was distant to me. If we're talking in terms of estranged relationships, wasn't talking to me, 
wasn't old, holding up their end of the bargain, wasn't um, what I thought it would be. I have a whole lot of effort for not a lot to show. Um, it's it, it, it was a grind to create the content that I did, but I did it and I'm happy I did it. Like I said, I learned a lot and I could see how I evolved over the two years that I showed up most every day, social media wise. I'm proud of all that, but just the sense that my relationship, the, you know, my business wasn't meeting me halfway. That's, you know, one other painful thought about this. You know, one big thought I had too was for two years, I gave it as much as I could. It was my main focus. And now I don't, I don't have the results that I wanted from it. And I was angry, super angry. And so with my coach, I was able to, yeah, we, we talked about one sort of formula, like the amount of work, physical, mental work you do versus the results achieved. Did, was there, uh, with this ratio, how close was it one-to-one? And it wasn't a total like one-to-one million, but it was a, the amount of work I did one to every sort of interaction I had online, someone expressing interest in setting up a, a call with me. Um, those were not good. They were, it was not a good ratio of work to results, but I, I could look at this many, many ways. My social media campaign, I did create some results. They weren't what I wanted though. <laughs> and that's the frustration. So I think I don't remember what episode it was, but I talked about forgiveness and how I looked at, looked at forgiveness as an outlet for guilt, um, and other emotions or judgment I have about myself and the things that I do or have not done. And I, I don't, haven't quite forgiven my business. I sure as hell haven't forgotten that this relationship appears to be one-sided. It feels one-sided. Uh, I'm, you know, angry and resentful for the results I think I should have that I don't. And Michelle, my coach's suggestion was, well, why don't, is there a point at what point can you think of a time when you can get some space between in your mind and heart about your relationship with your business? So that inspired something that reminded me that I never want to be someone else's employee ever again, other than my part-time job. I want my business to be successful. I want to make more money than I have ever made before, which is not <laughs> really hard to do. Um, so says me now, and I want to make a sustainable amount of money. I want to provide high levels of service to the people who come to me for help. I want things I've never thought possible for myself in terms of income, in terms of security, in terms of 
having a platform and having a staff to really provide help for people who need it. And that excites me. And I, I don't see doing that through someone else's business. So my own business is it. I've had a long sort of 10 year, no, 11 year relationship with my business. I'm, I quote unquote married it in 2012, you know, uh, without knowing the business very well. So it has been on my end as I see it and I own it is that I was ignoring it when it was convenient. I was expecting things from it that it could not give without my participation. I was, uh, I shut down about it, especially in October, November, December. I just have been full of resentment and want it to be different, but I'm not taking steps to, at this point, change it, change my part of this relationship. Which, you know, it is hard to hear. I'm willing to own it. It feels like crap, but it is my responsibility. How I show up in my business, how I treat my business, what are my expectations? And I know I've talked to you about treating it like it's a, you know, your child or your best friend. And obviously, you know, full honesty, that's not what I've been doing. There have been times when I did, but over the last three or four months, we're living in separate places. We have separated in, in relationship terms. I, I, you know, reach out every week. I don't really have a relationship. I have no conversations with my business. I have stepped back. I have withdrew. And that's what I do in a lot of my relationships. When I, I don't know what to do. I shut down, I withdraw. And that's very old patterning. And I expect things to be different magically, magically expect them to be different without a lot of effort or clarity on my part. So my coach, Michelle was, we were talking about, um, imagining that my relationship with my business is a beautiful thing and we communicate very well. There is a, a mutual investment, a mutual commitment long-term for both of us to get where we want to go. And she asked this wonderful question and I, um, <laughs> she asked some doozies of questions and, you know, I, I steal some of her questions because they're so good. Um, I'm definitely going to steal this one. But when she asked me this question, I, I, <laughs> this was virtual coaching. So I, you know, I couldn't physically <laughs> do anything. Um, how can I fall in love with my business again? There's a commitment there. 
And it's not one of like, this is my only choice. It's a commitment to what I can create through my relationship with my business. That's what I'm committed to. That creation between business and I, two entities, and that synergistic uh, quality of two entities or more working together rather than just one. And how can I fall in love with it again? And to be honest, I haven't really answered that question. I've given it some thought um, because it's painful because it's, I want this relationship to work. I miss this relationship. And I also recognize that when I quote unquote married or committed to my relationship when it began in 2012, that love was not on the menu. It was just, it was pretty cold blooded. What can this business give me? And I recognize a lot of my decisions about my business were based upon expectation, expediency, and what's in it for me kind of energy. Just being really honest. Uh, and I, I, I saw that even when I was doing it, but I didn't care. So my relationship at this point, I, I need to really figure out what I want this relationship to be. Who is this relationship, this business? If I were to anthropomorphize my business, what are the qualities about this business that I really like and appreciate? Um, granted, you know, going back to our self-coaching model, my business is just a circumstance. And my partner, whether it's human or a, a financial entity, is just a circumstance too. I can have whatever the hell I want in my relationship with my business. It can be very passionate. It can be very rewarding and warm and supportive. It can be all these things because I create my relationship with my business, with my mind. That's how you have a relationship with your business through your mind. And every time I remember that my mind is blown again. Damn it. You know, it's taking responsibility for what I perceive my relationship to be. It's, you know, initially and over a long period of the 11 years I've had a business that, um, it was a convenience. It was, um, necessary next step in my evolution as a business owner, as a massage therapist, uh, as somebody who wanted to help people just being brutally honest here, you know, I, I want to have a less cold blooded (laughs) relationship with my business. Now I want it to be, um, a lot of different things. And as a business partner, this entity of my business, what do I want? What do I need? What does it need? What does it want? What can we create together?
So to answer that question, how can I fall in love with it again? Which was like, my brain was going, does not compute, does not compute, does not compute, do not answer. <laughs> that was what Michelle was dealing with during our coaching center uh, se session. So it was, oh, I was almost in tears. That's how frustrated I was. Um, Cause I didn't realize why I stepped away from my business back last year. I was leaving the relationship. I was taking a big giant step backwards. So how can I fall in love with it again? I'll let you know as I think about it and um, embody that possibility in a way where if this business was a person, what do I want, need? What can we create together? So. One of the steps that Michelle talked about, uh, was process this question with my heart, not my head. And that kind of says it all. How do I make decisions? How do I formulate a business with my business? <laughs> I repeat myself. How do I? formulate a relationship with my business through my heart. And when she said that, I, I felt a softening. I felt an opening emotionally to answer that question from a lot of different ways, mainly my heart. Of course, my mind is going to have an opinion. That's what minds do. And going back to what time can I and will I devote to my business and trying to help people? I mean, I'm standing in, in my own way of helping people because I have not committed to my business. I'm not showing up in the way I want to. And I haven't quite figured out what that looks like. So another last thing to wrap this up. Um, going back to my reasons for being a business owner and being committed to it. Because one of the thoughts that popped out was like, you know, when I have a, a so-called problem or an issue, I always try to figure it out and I will figure this shit out too. I'll figure out this relationship of falling in love with my business. Um, and, and really think about what I can create if, my relationship with my business was one of the heart. So that is, um, yeesh. I know I've talked about having a relationship with money. You figure out your relationship with money by thinking of money as a person. I've talked about that several times because I think it's really super useful. Tells you a whole lot about where your beliefs are, where your expectations are about money and you can apply the same sort of, um, lens through looking at your business. Are you, you know, did you start your business as a means to, um, you know, it was seemed to the quickest way to make a, a more money, to have more control. Did you have a similar relationship like I did where it was pretty, uh, come here, go away, kind of cold, kind of distant, kind of dismissive ignored unless it was convenient to pay attention to it. There's no 
you know, no harm, no foul there, no judgment either. It's okay. You know, I don't want my relationship that way. Now it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. It feels too cold. It's not going to get me where I want to go. I mean, I can be super uh, transparent about my business is a vehicle to income greater than I've known. Hell yeah. Why not? And I think that's exciting to create something from kind of nothing. So you're creating something from your beliefs, your emotions, and your decision-making about your business. And that will, you know, it can evolve. You don't have to make a lot of decisions now, but how would you fall in love with your business if you don't already love it? If it was a person, are you estranged? Are you happily married, happily committed? Are you just sharing space? Where are you in that? And if you were to love your business or to like it or appreciate it, what do you need to be believing or thinking and feeling about it to get there? I think that's a great question. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next time. Take care.